Hello, my name is Anna Joe, and today is day 87 of the 90-day challenge. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle mission through building a habit of making disciples of Jesus. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Mission is living sent. In the same way God sent Jesus into the world, we are sent out by Jesus to love others and to make disciples. We do not huddle inwardly, hoarding our resources and isolating ourselves from the world around us. Instead, we go with empowering presence of the Holy Spirit in us, seeking the kingdom of God. Today, we are reflecting on how making disciples involves inviting others to see who Jesus is. John 1, 43-51 says, The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Throughout the chapter, we see how much of the focus is on Jesus and seeing him for who he truly is. The author starts with a prelude to his gospel account. John gives a brief summary of what will happen in the coming pages, and he highlights the glory of Jesus. Then we see the witnesses of John the Baptist and Andrew as they declare that Jesus is the Lamb of God and the awaited Messiah. Our passage is no different. Following this call of Andrew and Simon Peter, Jesus continues his work. He continues his mission, and the truth about who Jesus is is proclaimed. In our passage today, there are two questions that stand out, and I believe their answers are illuminating to the work we want to take part in, making disciples. Philip, after choosing to follow Jesus, declares to his friend Nathaniel that they have found the one the prophet spoke about, and it is this Jesus from Nazareth. Nathaniel responds, Can anything good come from Nazareth? We may never hear this exact question asked in reply to sharing the gospel, but I believe we, that we will hear iterations of it. Can good come from suffering? Can good come from surrendering and giving up control? What good can come from a God who allows bad things to happen? 
Can anything good come from Nazareth? If I was Philip, I can imagine that I would feel fear and or defensiveness rise at this rebuttal. It would be easy to shut down, be hesitant to continue this conversation, or to control the conversation by providing literal answers about the good that comes from Nazareth. It would be easy to feel uncertain about not having the right answer or one that will satisfy We don't know how Philip felt at this moment in light of this dismissive comment, but his response seems to indicate a posture of gentleness and tenderness as he invites Nathaniel to come and see. Philip knows something that his friend does not and is willing to press on. This come and see is an invitation. Philip does not provide the solution to his problem, but he points to Jesus. This is compelling to me. When someone asks a question that feels hard to answer or speaks to something deeper, we do not need to be anxious. We can likewise point them to Jesus by inviting them to study God's word with us. We can offer our time and energy to be with them as they discover the heart of Jesus as they come and see him. For whatever reason, Nathaniel responds yes to this invitation. As he approaches, Jesus makes a knowing statement about him. Naturally, Nathaniel has another question. How do you know me? This time, his tone has changed. He is surprised and curious. Jesus' response is indicative of his supernaturalness, that before Philip called, he saw Nathaniel. He knows Nathaniel. Instantly, he recognizes Jesus as the awaited king, the son of God. I love this passage because this is part of the work of making disciples. We get to invite others to know the God that knows them deeply, the one that made them. It reminds me of the scene in John 4 when the woman at the well also recognizes who Jesus is. She runs to her village and says, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. After meeting Jesus, they respond to her saying, We no longer believe because of what you said, since we have heard for ourselves and know that this really is the Savior of the world. There is intimacy and closeness found in experiencing Jesus, and we want the world to know him. As such, we get to do a lot of inviting. This can mean practically asking someone to come to church or home group or experientially asking someone to engage in a spiritual conversation or if you could share the gospel with them. There are a myriad of ways that they could encounter Jesus as you ask and invest. I don't know about you, but making ask continually is exhausting and risky. I need this reminder because it is so worth it to see someone encounter Jesus. I want and need to depend on the Holy Spirit daily to persevere in an intentional and invitational lifestyle, and I want to invite others to do it with me. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit may be highlighting today. John 1, 43-51 says, The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. 
Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take in response to any of this? Lord, I can't believe that I get to know you and be known by you. Thank you for always inviting me into a greater and deeper intimacy with you. I want to be like you in this way. May your spirit grant me courage and hope to endure in inviting those around me to come and see you. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us remember the words of Jesus in the Great Commission, found in Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.